before him in adoration. Bow before the King of Kings this morning. Bow before the King of Glory this morning. Bow before our Father this morning. Bow before him this morning and worship him in truth in the name of Jesus. Begin to exalt the King of Kings. Begin to exalt him this morning. Give him glory and praise this morning. He's worthy of all our praise. He's worthy of all our adoration. He has brought us even on to this point. He has been with us from the beginning. He has been with us from the beginning even of this convention. He is still with us. Why would you not worship him? Why would you not give him glory? Give him glory and praise. Exalt morning. Magnify him this morning. Glorify him this morning. Put a song on mouth this morning. Begin to bless him. Reproach can never ask Jesus name. Second Chronicles chapter 5 verse 13. The Bible says that it came even to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and the cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. I want us to praise Him again this morning, and ask that the glory of the Lord will fill this temple this morning. In the name of Jesus, begin to bless the King of Kings this morning. I want you to worship from the depth of your heart this morning. I want you to worship from the depth of your heart this morning. As we praise Him this morning, as we glorify Him this morning, we will see His hand, O oh Lord. We will see His power, Lord. We will see Him glorify Himself in our midst this morning. In the name of Jesus. Mare proshka ne proshka neba. Reka praske ne praske neba. Reke proshka ne praske neba. Reka proshka neba. Rende proshka reka neba. We praise you, Lord King of Heaven. We praise you, Lord King of Heaven. We magnify you, Lord. Mare proshke ne proshke neba. Reka proshke neba. Accept our thanks, O Lord, this morning. In the name of Jesus. Begin to ask, Lord, let your glory fill this place. Let your cloud of glory let it tabernacle over this place this morning over your people this morning in the name of Jesus let your cloud fill this place let your glory come down in the name of Jesus as our praises go up let your glory come down in the name of Jesus Lord make a difference in every life this morning in every life this morning Lord make a difference in our midst this morning in the name of Jesus Jesus. Lord, reveal your arm of power. Lord, reveal your arm of power. Let your glory fill this place. Mare broskande kaskanebo. Name broske re broske deba. Re kaskanebo. Rende broskande baskebo. Let it fill this place, O God. 
Let your glory fill this place, O God, Father. Sabernacle over us, O God, Father. Let your glory, let it come. Let it come, O God, Father. Let it fill this place, O God, Father. Thank you, my God. Thank you, Lord, Father. For all that you've been doing all throughout this week, O God. We bless your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through this, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Continue. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. And he says, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You know, this convention, the Lord has taught us, the Lord has increased us in knowledge so that we can become effective, so that we can become productive. He said we have to abound, we have to increase in these things. I want us to lift our voice to the Lord that that knowledge which we have gained in this convention, it will not fall aside, it will not fall by the wayside, but that knowledge will be abound, that knowledge will increase, that, the, the, that knowledge will be watered by our prayer, by our commitment. Let us go and ask the Lord, that the Lord will strengthen us, the Lord will engrace us, that we will abound in every good work in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, we ask, O oh God, we thank you, O oh God, Father, for such a knowledge, O oh God, Father, that you have poured unto us, O oh God, Father, that you have increased, O oh God, Father, in our lives, O oh God, Father. Lord, we ask, O oh God, engrace us, O oh God, help us, O oh God, Father, that we can exhibit, O oh God, these qualities, O oh God, Father, goodness, O oh God, self-control, O oh God. Lord, empower us, O oh God, empower us, O oh God, help us, O oh God, Father, Father, that will not go back again, O oh God, to the whole self, O oh God, Father, but will be renewed, O oh God, day by day, O oh God, that will abound, will abound, will become effective, O oh God, will become productive, O oh God, in all that we do, O oh God, Father. Yes, Lord, will become effective servants, ministers of the gospel, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us, O oh God, make us that light, O oh God, Father. Oh, yes, O oh God, that sits, O oh God, on our hill, O oh God, that cannot be hidden, O oh God, that we shall thrive, O oh God. God. We shall no longer survive, O oh God. But day after day, O oh God, we shall thrive, O oh God. We shall live a successful Christian life. Oh my God, strength, O oh God, Father. Empower us, O oh God. And grace us, O oh God. Lord, help us, O oh God, that we will not go back to the old man, O oh God, but a new man, O oh God. The man that has been revitalized, O oh God. Day after day, O oh God, that one will be strengthened, O oh God. That one will be empowered, O oh God. My God, help us, O oh God. We ask for strength, O oh God. Let your grace abound, O oh God. Let it abound upon our lives, O oh God. Yes, Lord, that we shall abound in every good work. We ask for more grace, O oh God. Faith, O oh God. Increase our faith, O oh God. Take every form of unbelief, O oh 
God. We ask for strength, my God. Lord, empower us, O God. Empower us, O God, that we shall go forth, O God, from glory to glory, O God, from victory to victory, O God, from success to success, O God, that your name will be exalted, O God, that your name will be glorified. My God, yes, ask the Lord, ask the Lord for help, that the Lord will strengthen your God, that the Lord will strengthen your God, that every bad habit that you drop, that you decide to drop, you will not pick it up again in the name of Jesus. My God, help us, O God, that a bad habit, O God, that we drop to God, that we shall never pick them up again, O God. Strengthen us, O God. Lord, we ask for strength, O God. Strength, O God. Strength, O God. Help us, O God. You are bound in grace, O God. Your grace that knows no limits, O God. Lord, let that grace help us, O God. In time of trouble, O God, let that grace be there, O God. For your grace is sufficient for us, O God. My God, let that grace abound. Let it abound upon our lives, O God. Help us, O God, Father. Yes, O God, that we shall be true ministers of your gospel, O God. We shall be the light, O God. The light, O God. And this world, O God. We bless and we magnify you, Lord. For in Jesus' holy name we pray. Happy anniversary to all our men. Happy anniversary, all men. The Bible says in Psalm 134 Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to bless the Lord for all that he has done. All that he has done for you and I from the beginning of this convention up until this hour. Today is the finale of the grand finale of the men's convention. We are here to praise you. We are all ministers. God has ministers to us on this holy temple throughout this week. Bless the Lord for the impartation. Bless the Lord for the anointing. Bless the Lord for the elevation. Bless the Lord for those that open. Bless the Lord for the success, for the strength, for the wisdom, for the knowledge. Bless the Lord for where God is taking us to. We are in a new height. We are on a new journey this season. Father, we bless and glorify your holy name. Begin to ask God, thank you, O God, for your blessings, your blessings that make it rich and had no sorrow. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. The man of Christ, we lift up our hands, O God, in total praise unto you. All the glory, all the honor, all the adoration belongs to you, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Begin to bless the Lord for his wonders, for his wonders, for his wonders, for his wonders, for his grace, for his grace, for his grace, for his grace, for his grace. Begin to ask the Lord, your grace, O God, will lead me, O God, into my destiny. Your grace, O God, may make me to function in the grace of God, in the ocean of God, in the anointing of God. We've been anointed. Father, we bless you, O God, for your anointing, O God. Lord, thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your anointing. He breaks the yoke. He breaks the yoke. He leads us to fulfill mandates, to fulfill destiny, to 
function, oh God, both in a spiritual and a heartly journey. Father, we bless you, we exalt you, we magnify your holy name. Thank you, oh God, for that which you have in store for us in this meeting today. Thank you, oh God, for the angels, oh God, you have prepared for us. Thank you, oh God, for your word, oh God, that will transform us, oh God. Father, we bless you, we exalt you, we give you thanks, 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 we shout glory, 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 honor, adoration belongs to you, the ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good all the time. Hallelujah. I want to say congratulations to all our men, our fathers, our husbands, our friends, and the younger ones that are becoming fathers. Congratulations on this your glorious convention. But hear the word of the Lord for you this morning, but now be strong. O light of the world, declares the Lord. Be strong, O men of Christ's great tabernacle. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and walk. For I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what I covenanted with you when I deliver you from the kingdom of darkness into my kingdom of light. And my spirit remains amongst you. Do not fear. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will, once make, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations and the, and the desire of all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace. And in this place, I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. On that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will take you, my servants, men of Christ's tabernacle all over the world, sons of Apostle Williams, declares the Lord. And I'll make you like my signage ring, for I have chosen you, declare the Lord Almighty. Let's lift up our hands and begin to thank God for the word of prophecy. Thank God. God said the glory of this house be greater. Lord, I thank that informer. Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we exalt you. We magnify your name, we give you praise, O oh God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for making our men strong, Lord Jesus. Thank you for taking every fear away, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the promotion. Thank you for the promotion. Thank you because you are promoting all our men. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are taking them to a higher height. Lord, we exalt you this morning. We magnify your name. Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. Lift up your voices and begin to thank him for what he's about to do in your lives. Lord, we exalt him. If you have a thousand tongues, it's not enough to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord this morning. Clap your hands. Shout to him. Worship him this morning. Make Psalm 47 manifest this morning. 
morning. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we exalt thee. We magnify your name. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Hallelujah. This is just God's plan for you this year. So as you step your feet into the new year, begin to expect the greater things that God has made in stock or prepared for us. Amen. Shall we start this meeting? As we lift up our right hand and read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his walls, nor swear deceitfully? He shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Let's sing the book of Psalm 145 to the Lord. I will exalt you, my God the King, I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For grace is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. 
The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
to move because of physical sight and the pleasures of this world you have kept me standing but can a good thing come out of Nazareth yes from Nazareth shall be born the ruler of the whole world we bless your name because all these people were in my line when you appeared unto me I've waited for you Lord and waited on you for 38 years. We are looking up to the glorious year. Oh, yes. On the 40th, when the glory will erupt from heaven, a mortal man will know that you are God. Amen. I thank you for these people. Every one of them, both male and female, children and, and fathers and grandfathers and grandmothers, mothers. Lord, I thank you, great-grandmother we have now in CFT. I thank you for every one of them because they are your candlesticks that you have brought out of the fir- furnace that they may shine lights to the whole world. Yes. And Lord, we thank you so much for today we remember the men light of the world I say to you light of the world your destiny shall be fulfilled you stand as a remnant for all CFT global and what I speak unto you I speak to this seed all over the world I say kings shall see you and rise their nobles will see you and they will fall on their knees Your gates shall stand open day and night. It shall never be shut against you. Men will bring the treasures of this world unto you. The nation that will not serve you will perish. The Lord will level the mountains before you. He will break down the gates of bronze and go to the bars of iron. The very mouth of the Lord has spoken. 
as Jesus has been with me since my calling, really from birth till now. And he has sent me to penetrate the most ridiculous impenetrable in the concept of mankind. And I've gone to those places with some of you. Nothing, either powers of men or decrease of nations, have hindered us from moving into the territory of the devil and taking plunder and setting captives free. I say to you, nothing will be able to hinder you. In the assignment of God that heaven had given to you, light of the world, no power, no kingdom, no nation, whether visible or invisible, will be able to stand against you. You will break through the bars of, of iron and cut through the bars of gates of bronze. You will enter into the treasures of darkness and plunder the riches that are stored in secret places. The oil that was upon, that's upon me has been poured on you in this week. When you came out on Wednesday, as God spoke through the man of God, the fire that I received, the cup that the Lord had given me, he had given you to drink. In the name of Jesus, you will manifest. In the name of Jesus, you will manifest. I declare today as the day of the beginning of your manifestation. And your manifestation will know no hands. Sovereign Lord, I bless your name. Everything that has been planted in any one of you, in your family, in your wives, or wife-to-be, those of you who have not married, in your children, or your children to come, whatever the devil has planted, in the spirit, in the soul, in the body, I apply to God the Holy Spirit, send your fire and destroy them. I say... God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire and destroy them. You will not labor in vain. You will not labor in vain. Your labor shall not be a a fuel for others to inherit. As the Lord had made covenant with you, your children shall live in the presence of God. Your descendants, O light of the world, will be established before you. They will be established in the courtyard of God. They will shine to the nations. All your sons shall be taught from above, and great shall be the prosperity of your children. Indeed, indeed, our God will save Christ with tabernacle. And rebuild every branch of Christ's tabernacle. People will settle there and possess it. The children, your children, and your children's children will inherit it. And our descendants shall love the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for the grace and gift. Eternity is not enough to praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I have spoken. Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Turn to some beside you and welcome them. 
and greet all the men around you. Happy anniversary. Amen. Please, you gotta take your seats. Hallelujah. Is somebody in the house? Can I have the lights at the back there switched on, please? Over there. I am so glad that God gave me the privilege. To see this day. Amen. Put your hands together for the choir. Hallelujah. Amen. What a great honor. I'm privileged to see this day when I look from my right and my neck is rotating or revolving, whichever one is applicable, to the left and to the up and down. I can do nothing but say thank you to Jesus. Some come to this world and they are sent powerful mission. They proclaim the mission all their lives. They have impact and die. And there are no risk, you know, you know, seed to carry it on. It's not so with me. If God sent a man, he did not send him <clears throat> so that what he sent him would die when he is buried. He sent him so that he would deliver <clears throat> what he has sent <clears throat> and establish the altar, build the foundation so that others may build on it. I think if anybody is confused whether CFT has been groomed by God to the fifth generation. This week, that person should have cleared his doubts for what God did this week with the men in this household. If you are a member of this church and you didn't come this week, I wonder where you went. <laughs> you know, Papa will talk like that, isn't it? Come on, why are you looking at me like that? Don't give me cold shoulder now. Those of you who came this week, did you not, can you not resonate with what I said? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Was I the one who called you out here on Wednesday? No, sir. Uh, was I? No, so somebody sent by God who ministered to you, confirmed the prophecy God has given to me concerning you, which has spoken over your, your ears year and year. And he said the Lord told him to call you out for one purpose. And that the spirit upon apostle will be upon us. He's my son too. And we came out. Didn't we? And you know why I did not lay hands on you that day? Because I saw the Lord lay hands on you. 
Because when he was calling you out, my intention is, I should anoint you. That's what he wanted me to do. Really, he told me after the meeting that he expected that I would lay hands on you. Because he is on a mission today. And he said he wanted me to pray for him for the mission. I said, no. Because when I intended to anoint you, the Lord began to lay hands on you. Whose anointing can be relevant when the Lord himself is standing by? All anointing freezes. So the impartation you have received, you didn't know that. You see, when the Lord first revealed himself to me, I never knew the implication of it until I saw healing begin to happen a few years after. That is when I knew <laughs> that you do not come, he does not, he does not visit without leaving residue. And you, let me tell you, because the Lord lay hands on you, I couldn't. But on Friday, as you were worshipping, and I was moving right over there, the Lord said to me, anoint them today. And I said, I heard you, Lord. You heard me when I said that. But you didn't know what the Lord told me. And when the time came, I was able. Though the time went very late. And you would think that, oh, with all this time that I've gone very late, Will we still be able to do that? When the Lord instructs, we do not postpone. So I congratulate light of the world for your landslide victory and resounding manifestation of the power of God this year. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. My admonition for you is very brief. Because we have been looking at the men who changed their world. God blessed us so much this very week. As I expected and I told you, this convention is next to none. Because the glory of God comes in increasing measure. We looked at characters of people who God used so mightily to change season in their time. That is what we looked at. And we looked at the qualities that those people have from the intellectual point of view. It happened that every one of us who are involved in teaching have been educated humanly in the realm of this sort. When a company is in distress, what do you do? We were educated about it. Some in digital, you know, economy and others, high impact leadership. The future of industry in the world with the cognizance of the shaking that is already current now. And I'm so happy that this is what God focused on because God told us in this house that there will be recession in 2020. It will bite in the whole world. And God said concerning London that the recession that will come, that will emerge because of Brexit will be mingled with a global recession though we do not understand what will bring this global recession. But of course, we know that God told us that there will be, there will be plague last uh, two years ago, and it happened just as the Lord has said. But God also showed me in, the, in that vision, I saw that when the recession came, the world global economy was shaking. It's like somebody putting the economy of the world into a basket, and then he threw the seed and blew the shaft, and the shaft fell away. And there were perforations on top. 
And God told me, and I told you, the reason why God will do that to the economy of the world is because God wants to position his own children across the globe in tangible, powerful, decision-making places. That's why God did that. And so, for about five to ten years, I prepared you in this house, having cognizance of what is to come, to equip yourself in education. And because of you, I myself took the challenge to go to school. Because if I go back to school, it will encourage you. If I can, if I can go to school in my age, at my age, you will just feel that what is wrong with you, that you cannot go. And I want to say this to you, it has had positive effects globally. In Christ's faith tabernacle, that this time that the, the recession is happening and shaking is happening, there is no one who hearkened to my voice and moved that is in fear of anything. They all say the days of winter you don't fear nothing. Because you have acquired the appropriate knowledge, which is now necessary for the Holy Spirit to take you higher. And so we had testimonies uh, on Friday. Uh, 90% of testimonies about increase, about promotions, people getting, you know, staggering increase in their salaries because of what they have committed their heart to achieve within the past 10 years. But let me tell you this. Remember that God said the global recession will go on to 2027, but Britain will begin to come out of it from 2025. And I'll tell you something. With this government, there will be a decision that will be made shortly that will begin to give green light to coming out of the recession, and Europe will follow suit. Their decision will not be made until 2026, because heaven has ordained that 2027 is when Europe will come out from it. But Britain will come out of this certainly by 2025. But you know, why am I saying this to you? The reason why I'm saying this to you is because you are part of the people that God wants to use to, to shape the new order in this world. For the entire revival to happen, God's people must be positioned financially because you need finance to reach nations. And none of you can say to me that, well, I'm not part of it. You know, the danger of being, of excluding yourself in your mind, in your mind, or your thinking is this. All the work you did in this world, all the certificates you got in this world, the knowledge you got in this world, and you build houses and you have, you know, airline, you have, you know, all the big monies and you invented, uh, you know, another way in computer technology that revolutionized the whole world. Like Steve Jobs. The day you die, those things are not remembered in the grave. See, the name Steve Jobs had on earth, the day he, was, he died, they don't know Steve Jobs in the next world he's going to. All the things that he had, the fame he had, they don't even know about it. Because they are irrelevant. But what will stand before him and before you and I is this. The Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, who sent you an eye for Now I gave you X number of years on earth. I revealed my way to the world. The Father will say, I sent my son to the world, John 3.16, so that you can know him. I set up churches in the world, which is my own, God will say, which you sh- we should give you opportunity to point your eternity. Bring his book. What is in it? If 
one, your name is not in the book, he will stretch his hand to hell. Voluntarily, that person will go to hell. You know, <coughs> I was sharing with my wife and my, my son. People don't understand God's judgment. I've told you again and again, I'm doing a book on God's jurisprudence. That is how the law, God's uh, law reasoning, reasons. And I found out that in God's jurisprudence, it, the whole studies of God's jurisprudence indicate that man will be the judge of himself. I repeat myself. The whole concept of God's jurisprudence is that man will be the judge of himself. And you will not, it will not be hard for you to recognize this. When you leave your body and you become a spirit, you will know everything. What is right, what is not right. You will know what your performance is without being told. And you will know where you belong. And because of that, you will go to where you belong voluntarily. Though for those who go to hell, it will be with terror and pain. But they will not have opportunity to beg for mercy because you yourself have become the judge of yourself and you know you are condemned. You will not have to wait until, until God's judgment because you have all knowledge as a spirit. When you are in your body, you are hindered in knowledge. But when you are a spirit, you have no this flesh hindrance anymore. So you will know. So when God sentenced anyone to hell, no one can say, God, you are unfair, because you will know that God is fair. The only thing that a person who did not make use of his life on earth for God will do is this. You will be wanting mercy, but the door of mercy has been shut, because the principle remains that everybody will, will, will be paid according to what he has done while he's in the body, whether good or bad. This is very serious, and the most serious for mankind. Anybody who did not wake up to those, those understandings would be like a youth that they were telling all the youth that read, read, add values to yourself, and he just decided to go and be catching fishes in the river Thames. He enjoys sitting down by river Thames and just sending the string and fishing. Others are going to school. And suddenly he woke up to recognize that he's 25. And those who are his classmates who have decided to go into education and study, some of them have become lawyers, some of them have become engineers, some of them have become doctors, they have become chartered here and there, you know, in various fields, and some of them are in politics already with their, with their education, that's where they're forced to go. What happens to this young man who was a fish catcher? He will recognize that his string line is not enough to feed him, talk less, feed the people. The only door that will be available to him, unless somebody rescues him who is full of the Spirit of God, who will educate him and give him knowledge that is not too late. The only door open to him is adverse poverty. In the country of maximum wealth, in the city of abundant affluence, there is nothing he can do about it because he will know by himself that what I deserve is poverty. So he will not dream big dream. He will begin to look for the crumbs that fall on the ground. If it is such in, on earth, how can we not understand heaven? It's even more for heaven. This is the reason why <clears throat> I'm very happy that during this week, haven't we received prophetic word, which is great promise of God, to this week, 
experts in various fields came in to educate everyone on practical things that are necessary for believers so that you can be relevant in these global operations today. As you grow spiritually and you are relevant in the things of the spirit, you must also excel in the things of this world because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. Believers should know this. If you pursue <clears throat> the physical and ignore the spiritual, you are a time bomb in the hands of Satan. Who will pull his strings at the time of your most comfort? And you will have no one to help you. Because you have turned away from the status of God and neglected the word of the living one. But if you can understand that he said in the book of Isaiah, I will pour water on your thirsty ground. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. And then my blessing. If you have understanding that the spirit of God is necessary before blessing comes. So that Satan cannot corrupt the blessing. If you understand that. And you run with that. Then I tell you. Your end on earth shall be better than your beginning. Some of the things that we, we learned this week, let me just run you through because I promise you. We recognize that in this very season, which is a season that the whole world is going through, you know, turbulence. We recognize that there are some qualities that the Bible displayed in men and women who made relevance in the time of turbulence. And one of the qualities is that we agree that they, are, they were positive people. Regardless of whatever happened, number one, they are positive. They are not positive because things are going well. They are positive because they are positive. It is a state of mind to be positive so that you see positivity in every negativity. There is always a way where there is no way. Somebody only needs to open his eyes and he will see the way. Second thing is that they are proactive. They are not people who, you know, begin to look for defense. They think ahead of time and they make preparations before circumstances happen. And of course we recognize that, you know, anybody who is proactive is somebody also who will be innovative. He will create problems by factors surrounding him and begin to create uncertainties that could happen should, should those problems arise in his life pursuits or in his industry. And then begin to annex all the traits that are available to him and then channel them to preparing a solution or various vehicles of solution to navigate through the complexities that may erupt before him. And we recognize that people like that also are people who understand the principle of collaboration for any vision to be fulfilled. Collaboration with stakeholders, people who have vested interests, or people who the, the actions that you are taking could affect in one way or the other. And we recognize that to collaborate, you need 
to engage with other people. You need engagement with other people. And we understand the fact that you also need to look at your practices, standard practices that you are involved in now, and then your values and your strategies. And that should be a change of mind because of all circumstances. If anyone can understand this principle, that person will be an innovative leader. And I'm not talking about leadership in your industry or this principle for industry. I'm talking about for your, your family also and your life forces. Some people are so educated and so qualified, but they, can't know, they don't know what to do. They just sit on the education. And you know that when you have paper, qualification, if you don't put it into activity within four years, as far as industry is concerned, you are obsolete. Unless you have been making efforts to be up to date in that field. Really that field is being challenged by all rising factors that will look very critical in the week. But I haven't talked about this. Innovation which will entail somebody thinking about what is happening and looking at all the factors, bringing them together to find a resolve concerning issues that may eventually take place in your life and what you can do to mitigate for those situations. And I said that that will involve collaboration with others and practical engagement with people and organizations who matter. What will this lead you to? It will lead you to what is called creativity. Innovation is the mother of invention. And this will lead you to creativity. People like that will always be begged to be promoted. They will beg you to come and rule over them. In your office. In your business. People will be gravitating towards you because you have worked ahead of the time. Let me see. I only read to you three, isn't it? And uh, yeah, two. Positivity, proactivity, to be proactive. Then you must be purposeful. That's the third one. Purposeful. You don't do things without a reason. Without a purpose. Number three, you must be progressive in your vision. Don't be stagnant. Don't get to a place you say that, well, I will sit in this position and I'm okay with it. You are not okay. Because the older you grow, we recognize that the less physically you become. You know, yesterday they ran. We ran in the, in, we did run in, isn't it? Except that I will confess to you that the three-legged race I wanted to do with mommy, I only did it by faith and not by sight. Because by the time I got to the sites, I saw that they were doing it for me. Three-legged race. The women did it. The men did it. But I discovered something that men had also sprinting race, isn't it? And the one who won is the youngest among them. Then the young men had their own sprinting too. And the one who won are the 14s. Running with 35-year-old men and 36-year-old men. And one of the 35-year-old men said, I thought I was going to dodge those boys. Those boys are so strong, man. 
Now, when I was told that, you know, I said, in your heart, there are many things you believe you can do. But in your physical body, can you do them? Is that your season? Because those young boys are 16 and 14, they are, you know, doing what we used to do in those days, carrying weight and lifting weight and trying to prove their muscles and, you know, men and stuff like that. And the man of 35 have given himself to reading and working and all stuff like that. And so, and when they got to the field, though the man of 35 felt that I'm older than every one of you, I should beat you guys. And while those young boys are saying that, well, sir, <laughs> we respect you, but uh, the field will tell. And when they came to the tract, the tract really told. The disparity is that when you are at a particular age, you must know the things available for you to achieve. And you must make sure you achieve them because those achievements are seasonal to your age. When you leave that age to the other age band, you may not be able to do them anymore. Achieve them anymore. So that's why the Bible says make the most of your time. Do we get it now? So according to what we learned this week, we must be purposeful, we must be progressive. When your mates are moving, do everything necessary to move on with them. Number five, responsible. We must be responsible. Number six, conscious. Number seven, persistence. And I added this after lecturing you on Monday Persistence, and the final one is tenacity. Quality of being firm. I want to see men in this church arriving at every service an hour before the service. And taking over the steering wheel of this house as heads of their family and as role model to their generation. I want to challenge every one of you. That, you know, when a man is praying for progress, it's because he has nothing to show for it. Because a progressive man is not a prayer man. He's a disciplined man. It's an action man. It's a man that applies the principles of the scripture. All these principles that we're going to, we are, some of us have to go to Oxford, Cambridge, and Canterbury to know them. They are in the Bible. Just for five minutes, let me reflect your mind to a man called Nehemiah. Go to Nehemiah chapter 1. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1. It says, the words of Nehemiah son of Hakaliah in the month of Kislev in the 20th year while I was in the citadel of Susa, what happened? Hanani, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that survived the exile. I also, and also about Jerusalem. Now, can you understand that this man is not, from, from his introduction, you can see the display of some of the qualities of high impact leadership. To be conscious about your environment. To be conscious about circumstances that surround you. To inquire, research, to understand. So that you are not just jiving in the air. You are not just living your life one day and then the other with nothing. Without purpose. Look at what he says. He asked him about his country and his country people. Because he is in, he is in affluence, in Persia. Then the next verse says, They said to me, 
Those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burnt with fire, according to the prophecy of Jeremiah. Then, what happened? This is a bad news, isn't it? What we can call the VUCA, as we studied in the week. It is a tempestuous time that the people who are living in Jerusalem are in big mess, but they are being paralyzed in their mental by their circumstance. So that they have adopted, they have adopted that circumstance as a, a final situation of their life till they die. That in their generation, there will not be remedy. There are some, some of you who come from countries that are in that position right now. Some of you come from families that you have some circumstances that everything is just finished. There is no, no remedy. But I want to see the high impact leadership acumen of Nehemiah. It's all in the scriptures. I want to see why some Christians pray and it seems as if God does not answer. It's because when you pray, you have to also watch. Jesus said it. Watch, open your eyes, then pray. Some pray with their mind shut down. So myopic in their understanding. And that which they just know, they don't want to know another thing. And so they keep on praying, but praying amiss, the Bible calls it. And some of that will pray. Two days, they got the answer. One day, they got the answer. Why is it that some Christians pray one thing for years and they don't get an answer? This is it. When the man heard the news, what happened to him? He said, I sat down and wept. Your reaction to bad news will tell whether you will die in it or you will escape it. I'll give you something, something very interesting now. For some days, I mourned and fasted and did what? Come on now, let's read together. Okay, let's read that verse, everybody. Who did he pray to? So when you have situation, who do you first call determines who will answer you? Who you talk to first determines who will answer you. Many of you always try to attack situations of life first. Apply all your strength and all what you know. And then in the middle, guest talk, and then you come in to ask God that, Father, please help me. God must take the first place in your life. You put God first. All the brains you have, it's only the Holy Spirit that can bring out from your reservoir of knowledge what is appropriate as solution to a problem. If you look at this man, he didn't weep just because he felt like crying. He wept because these people in the mess are covenant people. People that God ordained better for. But what brought them to this is their sin. Is their sin. Though he is in a strange land, but he was still serving the living God. With our consciousness. But they are in the very city of God. But they are so complacent to the place whereby they have accepted their demise as final. Somebody needs to rethink and recognize that rethinking is very substantial to manifestation. The woman of the issue of blood thought in her heart, if I can touch the hem of his garment, 
Bartimaeus asked, who is passing? They said Jesus. And he thought in his heart, if I can just get to this man, I'll be healed. Let me tell you this. What is your thinking? You need to rethink. At whatever level. It says here, I sat down and wept. And some amount, isn't it? And then he prayed to God. When you want to fast or pray, that's a good thing to fast for. To fast for knowledge, to fast for insight, to fast for direction, rather than filling your tummy with food that will be destroyed. Don't worry about the prayer. Verse 11 says, in the end of the prayer, O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this, your son, servant, and to the prayer of your servants, who delight in revering your name. Men, light of the world, revere the name of God. Fear God, I tell you. Both young and old. There is no one for those who fear God. That's what the book of Psalms says. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man, the king. So, this guy, Nehemiah, from what you have learned, he was positive. He was intuitive. He was realistic. He identified his vision and defined it. He recognized that the only man on earth who can intervene is the very one that he is his boss. He is a privileged man because he is a cupbearer of the boss, the king. He did not allow the, the bad news to confuse him. What do you do when you hear bad news? You better behave like Apostle Williams. When people come to me and say, I have bad news, I, I have this, and they are crying. Well, I let them cry because sometimes cry is to release uh, poison that is not good. Huh? I will not contribute to the cry, but I will let them cry. They will release what is not right so that they, they are okay now. So when they finish crying, what they always hear from me is, no problem. And some of them, after I have spoken and things happen, they came to me and said, but Apostle, you said no problem. I said, yes, there's no problem. Why do you always say no problem? Because if God, is, if God be with us, come on, I can understand you. If God be with us, hey, say it loud to me, my friend. That word who is a compound word that embraces both who and what. Whether what manifests, when what manifests, it becomes who. What can be against us or who can be against us? If you have God. The man, the God who knows the heart of all the people that will come to you. He knows where your employment is. He knows the address of where you should be employed tomorrow. He can tell you on the dream, the address. He did it before. Go and read the book of Acts chapter 9. Chapter 8, chapter 9. The one who can tell you the heart of your interviewers and the question they will ask you before you go there. If you have that person living in you, why should you be dismayed. You only need to readdress your way. Somebody called me during last week and I gave that testimony in the, in the, in the, in the meeting on Friday. 
a person who is a member of this house. Just call me. He's doing business with another company. And not knowing that another set of guys have hijacked the transactions. So when he sends email to the company that he is going to make payment to, that email goes to somebody else. And it goes to somebody else who has simulated the website of that company and the email of the original company. Then it will now forward it. And when the time came for payments, they made payments. But the money went to the, to the fraudster. It went to the fraudster. Not small money. I mean, not small money. I told you on Friday the amount is in millions of dollars. Let me tell you this. When he called me and said, Daddy, this is what happened. I told him, don't worry. I said, you are a member of Christ with Tabernacle. He said, yes, Daddy. I said, we have been praying for over 800 days. He says, yes, Daddy. I said, God told us that this month is the month of signs and wonder. I said, he said, yeah. I said, forget it. Angels will bring that money back to your account before tomorrow's onset. They will bring the money. Sit down. Don't worry yourself. I said, Lord, you have had him. I called that money back. And I called all the people, perpetrators, under arrest in the name of Jesus Christ. By tomorrow. My telephone rang. The following day. Daddy, I said, yes, it's happened. He said, yes, it's in my account back. It is real. If it has happened before, it is a real... Money that is no more is more than ten thousand dollars, more than fifteen thousand million dollars, more than fifteen million dollars. Now, when a foster hijacks such money, what normally happens is that the bank, that is their bank, honor payments, and that money will have gone. That is the norm. But we are beyond the norm. Somebody say, "Amen." I said, "We are beyond the norm." Look, the God that you serve. The God that you serve did not destine you for struggle in life. But somebody must seek him more than you sought your certificate. More than you sought your career. More than you sought your profession. Business. If you, if you can seek God, he will, do business. he will do your business for you. Why should Christians suffer when they have the one who knows all things in them? Why? The reason is because they ignore him who can help them. And then they cried to him. If you look at Nehemiah, I'm going to finish Nehemiah now because I give you my final sequence. If you read through Nehemiah, after this happened, the next thing that happened, he prayed for favor from the man. Prayed and he prayed sense. He didn't bind devil here because devil have no business with this one. No. This one is didn't bind demons. Demons have no problem. God is the one who made Israel that way. Because Israel rebelled against God. And prophets have prophesied that God will do this to you if you rebel. And you will do this and so you, this will happen to you. So what did he do? Listen to me. The Bible says, he told God. But you see, when this man prayed for the favor no, go back to 11, uh, after 11, the next verse.
No? The last verse of chapter 1. All right. So, understand that he prayed to God. Let me tell you after he prayed to God. The Bible says, From chapter 2 verse 1, if you read that down to verse 4, the Bible reveals to us that the, the king observed him when he went to serve and discovered that this man is sad. He had never been sad before the king. And I think the man of God told you that, you know, if you're a Christian, you must be bubbling all the time. Your persona should be known anywhere you are. So that when that persona changes, it will call for attention. It's so simple. This guy is a lively, lively, lively person, and the king loves him for that. So when he was sad, the king picked it up immediately. And the king asked him, why are you sad? He told the king why he was sad. And when he told the king why he was sad, and the king said, what can I do for you? And the wife of the king was there too. Nehemiah, why should you be like this? If you are a person who, does not, who, are, who, who has not earned that in your society or community or your workplace, change. Are we together? A Christian frowning everywhere. You are oppressed by Satan. If you are a Christian and you are always frowning. Because the Bible says rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. But understand that this man had prayed through now. And then he had gotten the, the uh, support of the king. And the king says that, look, I give you all the support. Give you a letter to the, uh, to the Euphrates area, the whole of that region. Just collect anything you want. But if you look at, where, because time is gone for me, I want to take, I have one, just something for 15 minutes, to, uh, 10 minutes to give you and then we'll stop. Now, when, if you look at the details, when he asked the king, he didn't ask a wrong thing. Because he has sat down, initially you remember, and thought it through. If I ask you, what's your plan for five years now? Can you come to me, I meet you, and I ask you, and you answer me without going to books? How old are you now? Add five years to your year. What's your, what's your thinking? What do you think you'll be? Oh, ten years to your age. What will you be? How old will you be? Now, what are you planning for this period, for the next 10 years? Oh, 20 years to your age. What will become of you? What are you doing now to address that time? Have you had plans for it at all? I've heard, I've heard before said, failure to plan is a plan to fail. So if you fail to plan for your tomorrow, how do you want God to take care of it? Of course, I know somebody says to me that Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. Planning is not worry. Understand? A man who plans is a man who is working with God. 
A man who worries is a man who is working against God. Now, but if you look at verse 10, okay, let me read verse 9. After the king has given him letters and also, he says, So I went to the governors of Trans Euphrates and gave them the king's letter as king has given him, so that they can collect every tree and wood and all materials. The king also sent army officers and cavalry with me. So when he was going, the king gave him the letter. And he gave him, that letter is an open-ended. Anything you need to accomplish the purpose. You know, we always say in the, as clergymen, that that is like God gave you the Holy Spirit. There's nothing you need on earth that is not with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is in every one of you. So if you are struggling to get things done, it's because you have not mastered communicating with the Holy Spirit. That's the reason. Not because of any demon or any Satan. Inside you is the power that created the devil. So why should the devil not hinder you who carried the spirit, the power that created him? It's because you need attention to that spirit in you. However, verse 10 says, When Sambalat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite official, heard about this, they were very much disturbed. That someone had come to promote the welfare of Israel. The rest of it will complete later. Because I want to close shortly. Let me now help you understand. Write this down. You know the opposition. You will read from that very chapter 2 to chapter 4. How Nehemiah handled the opposition. I think we will look at those characters sometime in the church when I have time and just pieces it. But you understand the fact that the king gave Nehemiah not only letter to acquire anything, he gave him his bodyguards. Isn't it? Hi, hey, hey. Speak to me. Is that correct? So, did the Bible not say the angel of the Lord encamp around those who fear God? To do what? To what? To protect them. The angel of the Lord encounter around those who fear him to protect them. Now let me say this to you, therefore. If you have angel of the Lord around you, and you have the Holy Spirit with you, I want to name something you cannot achieve. On earth. An achievement. You know, someone, someone said to me, the apostle, you know, what is going to be your next line of action are you going to hand stop studying now? <laughs> and the person said to me after asking yourself, I know the answer. <laughs> I said, What is the answer? I said, I'm going to read more. He said, I know that is it. If there's nothing to read in law, if I read law to the end of law, there are other fields to read that is relevant for my work, which is my ensuring that you fulfill destiny. That's my major job on earth. Both the heavenly home, and I will do everything to make sure I equip you. You will have no lack of any information. My second aim is to make sure that the destiny God wrote for each member of this house on earth, you fulfill it. That's why I tell you, devil, forget devil. God gave gifts for you to use. 
Okay? If you can't see vision now, there are people who can see vision in the house. If you cannot prophesy now, there is prophecy in the house. If you cannot cast devil out, we cast devil out here. If you cannot, you know, you feel that there is a devil, you pray, 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 you are having struggle, we can kick the nose of that devil and he will land in hell. You have all the gifts here. It's just a matter of using it. You see, like the brother I told you last week, this week of convention, if peradventure he did not call and began to panic, today, not only him will be in that debt, CFT will be in that debt. It hasn't got to do with our account, but if a member of my church in his business and the first major investment is making that will bring release to him. If God, when God really, not if, when God blesses him, he blesses other people. This is a man that when he has not really had money, he called me one day and said that, Apostle, the students you are sponsoring in Nigeria, like somebody in this church who always give money towards that sponsorship, since she had me, a lady. But this man also just called me and said that, you know, I would like to give to, to, the, to the students so that we can help them. And he said, give me your account. I gave me the account. And he sent some money. I won't talk about I won't tell you the money. But that money could take care of the students. Students who, one of the students, the father was a member of Prophetic Voice. An arm robber came into their house one day and wanted to rape the wife. And he, she, he struggled with them. He fought them. That's the man. And they shot him. But when they shot him, the wife was behind him. The bullet went through him and went through the wife. They took both of them to the hospital. I'm not telling you stories. This church is sponsoring those children. They took both of them to the hospital. When they were in the hospital, the man was pronounced dead. The wife was still alive. And the, man, the woman was saying that, what about my husband? They couldn't answer her. Before evening, the woman died. And they left three children, kids like this. And one of the prophetic voice ministers took those children and began to try to help them. It was in his own house. Uh, because all the family now will say that church, 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 church. We want to see what church will do. And gah, 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 gah. God does not disappoint faithful servants. And he took those children and he started to uh, uh, arrange them for schools and stuff like that. When the news came to me, I told the, the man that, look, let the children stay with you, but everything for the education to the end of their life, CFT will cough it out. Haven't said that. Haven't said that. Who is CFT? It's me and you. Do we want to go into the coffers of CFT to sponsor them? No. So I created a fund. And then when the progress was going on and it became a bit large, I called the church to give some fund towards it. My money must go in there and the church money must go in there. And then some members had and they began to give. So now we don't need CFT money as our accounts. We members of CFT, we are paying. Not only him. I can give you others that we are sponsoring. A good number of them. But people we sponsor are people who are in circumstances of tragedy. One of the children of that man now is a graduate. Two of them are now graduates. But one graduated before. The other one has graduated now. And they are doing very, very well. But this man sent money there. So if he lost that investment, I lost Look, if anything touched you, that thing touched me. That's why I'm a shepherd of this house. That's why I will give my time, my talent, my money 
So if I'm going to read, I will not read something that is useless to my members. I will read something that you will need. I can contribute intellectually to your development so that you will attain destiny. If I equip you and bring other professionals to come and help you and inform you, then in the area of knowledge you lack nothing. Then my prophecy can work. When it comes to devil, John tell me, I did not drink water bellyful and say, I think something is rolling in my belly is the Holy Ghost. That is not the way I was called. <laughs> I, I was not called like that. Oh, oh, have some nightmares and say, I think Jesus is telling me to resign from my job. No, that's not how. Jesus walked to me. <laughs> in the cool of the day. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I saw him with my eyes, the son of man. That man of Galilee. He visited my house several times. <laughs> that is my confidence. Are you with me? You have legal practitioners among you, medical practitioners among you, accountant practitioner, engineer practitioner, electrical practitioner. I'm a God practitioner. <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> my Lord. My Lord. And I shepherd over you day and night. I, don't, I pray for you every day. Jealously. And the one who sent me is happy with me. So if you can listen... And do the things that I've said. And also do what I do. I told you in the week, sky is not your limit in this house. Heaven is your limit. And heaven is astronomically ginormous in distance. So much more that is infinitesimally close. Okay? But in one shot... You can bypass all the galaxies and take your seat in the right hand of God where you say, in the name of Jesus. No power in the heavens can hinder you. Listen to me. Men, no opposition stopped Nehemiah. We'll look at that again. I have said that I want this man to close at 12. But write this down. And I will explain that to you all the time. I, com- I conclude by saying, Who are you, light of the world? Matthew five fourteen to 16. Shall we stand up together and read that scriptures? 14 to 16. Put everything in the board, on the board. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That kind of standing. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Stretch. But don't hit somebody beside you. I know we're comfortable. <laughs> I will not be comfortable. <laughs> Shall we read this together to want to go? You? Stop. Who is the you? Shall we read together too? And uh, cannot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Say it again. Let your light. Say it again. Let your light. Before who? Yes. Uh huh. Do you know that this scripture I will explain to you in more details in relevance with? 21st century leadership. 
which is a theory that God gave me to propound. But before I start, as you are standing, this scripture is not talking to men alone, but it's talking to men as the, these men, that's what their own dream award is. But to everybody who believes in Jesus. One, you are the light. It didn't say you are a light. Which means, by definition, there is no other light except you. If Jesus has said you are a light, it means there is plural light. But when he says you are the light, it means that your definition of purpose is the light. And so, obligations that are imposed upon the light. It says, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. That scripture tells me that you are not only the light, but you are a city, which means there are other cities. No wonder that word was distinct. The Lord has to distinct the word. There are other cities, but they are built in the valley. They cannot be seen. He said, a city on a hill. Which means, as God's people, you must be on the hill. You cannot be seen if you don't sell yourself. We learned a lot about it from the lectures that were given to you this week. Every, all of you are sitting here today. Many of you didn't come in the week. I'm sorry for you. But my sorry is not a sorrow. My sorry is to tell you, in this house, there is nothing you need in life that is not here. If you don't come, you exclude yourself from the advancements that God has given to others. And that should stop from today. It should stop from today. When you have convention, make sure you block that time out of your, your diary. That you must be there. That is saying that you have expectation on God who told you to come. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? There are people who work hard, hard, hard to no avail. But there are people who work a little, but God blesses it. Unless the Lord watch over your city, you watch in vain. Unless the Lord bless your work, forget it. Leading from hand to mouth for 15 years, for 20 years, that is not part of this house. Never. You must be built on this city. I will explain that to you. But mark that. And it says, neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Of course, if you are in your office and you are, you, you, your light is seen, when they will discuss relevant things, they will always call you. You will matter to your MD. The chairman will ask you to come to the meeting that you are not supposed to. You understand? And this is very, very simple. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bowl. Instead, they make it relevant. They put it under its stand. When I was looking at this scripture, that scripture, oh my, that Bible is so, is, so, is, so, is so pregnant. It says they put it under its stand. You must be unique. What is your stand in your environment? What is your stand? Is this seen? Is it noted? If it's not noted, then you are not relevant. He didn't say he will, he will put it on the stand. No, on their stand. No, your own stand. That's what he says. This I have to apply to myself daily. For me to make relevance in England, I must stand my ground. And I must be on my own stand. I must define my own stand and define my territory. You know, I'm not teaching you what I've not, I've not done. Look at what he says here. He said, instead, they will put him in his hand. So if you are a light and you shine, 
People will put you where you belong. If you are a city and you are on a hill, everybody will gravitate towards you. Someone says that I have the meat of hatred. It does not exist in the kingdom of God. Meat of hatred does not It's a taboo from Satan. He sold it to some Christians and they believe it. That's why they, they are like that. The meat you have is the meat of light of the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know some people say that? And they pray, bind the devil, the meat of hatred. Lord, take it away. Lord, take it away. God, look at them and laugh. They have no knowledge. It says, and it gives light to everyone. You don't discriminate. Engagement, collaboration, cooperation, transparency, stakeholders engagement. You see all these things in this. You affect everyone, both your, your family, your local government, your nation. You affect everyone anywhere you are. That's what the Bible says. To each one of you. Then he now gave you an obligation. Let's read that verse 16 again to one another. In the same way. Turn to somebody and tell that person. In the same way. Let me tell you one thing that is very interesting in this. If you don't have light and you cannot shine, Jesus would not have said that, let your light. You have something to offer this community. You have something to offer in your depraved nation. Nehemiah changed his own country. You are complaining about the bad things in your country. It is time for you to stand up and recognize that. If there be a change at all, it is you. It is you. Not like them. It is you. Everything that goes on, you complain, stop it. Look inside you. We can change the whole world one man at a time. If you offer what God has given you, and I offer what God has given me, put that together, they will have astronomical effects. Satan does not want Christians to understand this. I'm going to preach to you. Today is just to, 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 to let you go. Let your light shine among men, that they may see your good works, so that... They will praise your Father in heaven. Let me pray with you. Lord, I pray this scripture over everyone. Oh, Father, let the light of these people shine. The ability to shine the light that God gave you, receive in the name of Jesus. The tenacity to stand by it until it is visible, receive in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of timidity I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every spirit of nothingness, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. May the Lord illuminate your heart and mind. May He send you the drizzle of heaven. And may He grant you grace to fulfill destiny. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah. Turn to any man around you, congratulate them in the name of Jesus. Please, let's be seated. I have many more things to address the men. I will do that next Sunday. And complete this message. Can I just say I congratulate the men, light of 
the world. God had blessed this house so much during this week. And I was very alert to what heaven was saying through one, you, know, you guys and through all the people who were given the lecture. I wrote down quite a, new, a, lot, a number of directions that the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Now let's take note of these all men in this house. Write this down. You know, in July we have our meeting. We have been having our meeting every Thursday. Every third Thursday, is that? Third Thursday. But in July, third Thursday, some of us will be in Israel. And I must be, I must chair your meeting of your first, your, your new year. So, we will arrive from Israel on Thursday the 28th. Correct? Yes? 27. All right, 27, good, on Wednesday 27. So that Thursday the 20, no, July, uh, Wednesday the 20th is when we arrive. Let me get that well. Yeah, we are going on 20th and arriving on 27th. So on the 28th, Thursday, it will be men's meeting. Here, not on the Zoom. Here. <clears throat> that meeting will start 7.30. I want all men to be here. 7.30. I'm going to be discussing some secrets with you that you need to know. And we'll do some planning together. Second thing that you should take note of everyone, is that we are now, we received a lot of names for baptism, in excess of 45, I think. So, our baptism, we have arranged the, the if, you, if you go out of the auditorium and turn right like that, you will see the wavelength, just beside. Uh, is it wavelength? What do you call it? Waterfront. Waterfront, okay. I'm, I'm, I think I'm still a Baptist. I'm in the New Cross. We've learned his New Cross. So the swimming pool opposite here. That's where we're going to be having the baptism. Our four, we're having two baptisms. Our first baptism will be in July, July the 16th, Saturday, July the 16th, and the baptism will be 7 a.m., and after that baptism, we will come here, and then where we will uh, pray with everybody who is baptized. In a short time, we'll be able to conclude having the baptistry here. That's our next major project. Maybe... The offering of the men, the light of the world today, will go towards baptism. That is baptist, baptistry here. Men will agree, say amen. amen. They have said it for you. And the next baptism will be in August, the month of August, 20th of August. So those who do not, the first 30 to put their name in, <coughs> will baptize 
in July, the next 30 or more, we baptize in August. Then the last thing I want to say before I call those who will take, the person who will take our offering is this. This, this um, week had revolutionized us. We had so much barrage of, of the Holy Spirit. Some people have come to, to share with me the visions they saw, you know, while we were ministering and praying and stuff. And from July, as God had told us, CFT will change. God told us from January. He said, mark the month of June, July, and October this year. Significant move. We First Saturday in July, which is, which is second, we are going to be having evangelism here at 12 noon. All men will meet Apostle and we will go to the street. We'll meet here at 12 and pray till 1. And then we'll go to evangelism one hour and then we'll go home. Everyone now must lay their hands on the plow. The second thing is, on the second Saturday, Women of Rad Destiny, you will meet at 12 here, and we will pray till from 12 to 1, and then, no, 12 to, no, yeah, 12 to 1, one hour prayer, and then we go out to the streets. Because there is no reason going to the streets without first binding the captives, and losing the captives and binding the devil, so that we can get tangible results. I don't want this church to be involved in a campaign and call it evangelism. Campaign is just go out and keep on talking and all stuff, but you have no result. No. We want to go to the lost sheep of Israel. One of our members on the streets of this market went to evangelize, one of the deacons, and he was evangelizing a woman and a man, and the man is on the wheelchair, confined to wheelchair. And um, the woman also, you know, both of them were Hindus. And when he was talking to them, about Jesus. They might say, no, 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 don't, don't tell us about Jesus. We don't want to be converted. We don't want to be converted. And you know, this, the word, we don't want to be converted, is an open door to, to good reasoning. Isn't it? So the brother said, I'm not converting you. I'm only telling you about Jesus. And I'd like to pray with your brother, or is he your husband? He said, he said no, 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 no. We don't want Jesus. Okay, and he started telling them about Jesus. Because you, you misunderstood what Jesus is, give me the rights in law to explain to you who Jesus is. I would together now. Because you had a different opinion about him, and you don't want that one is your opinion. But I need to let you know that that opinion is sincere, but sincerely wrong. This is the right opinion about who Jesus is. And as he was talking, he said, I will pray for this man. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus, as he prayed, the man jumped out of the wheelchair. The man jumped out of the wheelchair. And everybody stood around that what is this? What is this? That's the kind of evangelism I want to see and even more. So that's why we have to pray and then go out. It didn't happen abroad, it happened in Cathedral, one of the members here. Saturday, third Saturday, youth evangelism. And you do the same format, 12 to 1, pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, pray for the power encounter. That's what the prayer will be for one hour. Pray in tongues. Those who cannot speak in tongues, you must, your tongue must receive fire. When you're born again, the next thing is to be, to be able to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. But you have to pray for it. You have to seek God for it, not wish you worship prayer. Real seeking God. And everybody must take it as a point of must. You can't go to grave without manifesting God as sons of God. And 
the last Saturday, fourth Saturday, JTA, we will have evangelism. Well, let me just say that um, um, I will hand over to the person who will do the uh, doctor. Doctor, um, let's welcome together pa- Pastor Doctor Shuremi. He will take our offering today. Praise the Lord. I believe we've all been blessed this morning. Um, I just want to say thank you to Daddy for impacting us one more time. And we pray that God will continue to increase you in the mighty name of Jesus. So it's bless, uh, offering time. So now it's time to bring our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. Um, I know it's a common thing to say, Offering time, blessing time. But actually, offering time and tithing time is a time for us to give so that the needs of the church can be met. It is then and only then, given with the right mindset, that the blessings will come. So I pray that as you give this morning, that you give purposefully, and the promises as Satan we given will be fulfilled in our lives in Jesus' name. Um, I believe the, yes, the, the information is on the screen uh, for those that will give online and for those that have the, the envelopes. Um, if you're someone that pays um, tax, you use the blue envelope. And then if you're, not, if you're a non-taxpayer, the green envelope is the appropriate one for you to use. And I'll quickly read um, from the book of Malachi, chapter 3. Verse 10. The Bible says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings that there will not be room enough to store it. We will experience this in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we rise? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for giving us the privilege and the honor to be in your house and to give this morning. And Father, Lord Almighty, I pray that as we give this morning, our offerings will be as a sweet aroma to you, O Lord, and will be acceptable in your sight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. The choir have an anthem, so please, um, please, please be seated. No, no. no. <laughs> Traditionally, we always sit down, don't we? Um, but I honour employers to stand for this song. Um, just quickly, I think human instinct is to try something first. So can I get a little bit more volume, please? And we use our human efforts, and only after we use our efforts, then we might then look for help. Whereas the creator of heaven and earth has made it so that actually we consult him first in everything we do. 
before we have to start looking for help. And that's the song that we're going to sing. Um, can I just get some more keyboard, please? Traditionally, a songwriter said, For the sunshine that's mighty by day, nor the moon by night, he shall preserve thy soul, even forevermore.
hands together for the choir. Amen. I want to make a special announcement. Everybody that is over 80, join the choir. Amen. We thank God for the vibrance and the energy. Let me just announce this to you, the choir. The choir is um, going to release an album very shortly. All of you young men and young women in the church, great talents in the church, make sure you join them now. Shall we prove our offering? Father, this is the holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Please be seated. Uh, Dickens Timmy has, has a, a, a brief announcement and then Pastor Ty will come in to do his announcement. Oh, it's really uh, Dickens Timmy. No, I think where we are now. Okay, sit down. Come on, do your announcement. It's better. Let's relax our feet a little bit. And then we'll do the Thanksgiving for the month. Good afternoon, church. Good afternoon. Happy anniversary to the light of the world, man. Um, just a very quick announcement um, for, the, for the church, actually, but it's on behalf of the men. Um, can I have the elder, please? Thank you. Um, so, just um, as a follow-up from everything that we've heard this week, throughout the course of the week, and going forward as part of Impact and Nations, working together as one, ensuring that we are growing, we're developing, we're going to be having um, businesses in CFT um, thrive, going to the next level. Um, and to do that, we are creating a forum for businesses to collaborate, um, to engage and to share information as well. But most importantly, um, we want to use this as a mechanism for the church to engage with businesses in-house. Um, directly. It's not um, an opportunity for you not to pay for a service um, or to do someone disservice for the skill um, and the knowledge that they provide. I need to get that very right. It's a platform to engage with businesses. We've all noticed and we've all seen lots of small businesses in the church, but not everyone recognizes it. Not everyone knows about it. And if we don't know about it as a church, then obviously we can't help support that business to grow. So can I ask, please, that if you've got a business in CFT, it doesn't matter what you do, whatever the business is, please um, scan the barcode. Um, please, if you scan that barcode, it would take you to an Excel file. Um, it would ask you lots of details to enter your information in. And then once you get all the information in, by the end of July, we'll be taking that forward. Um, just a couple more things to say very quickly. Um, depending on the outcome, um, obviously with Dad's blessing as well, there will be an opportunity to showcase your business, but we still need to work on that depending on what we got. Um, sorry, what we get from the survey um, and the information that we're going to gather together. And um, just a couple of dates to note as well. So these dates are of dates that have come from Dad and Pastor Shagan as well. So please note down the 20th and 27th of August. 
um, either one of those dates, we would be having a business growth program in CFT, and it's going to be led by Dr. Stephanie Hossels and the Cranfield Business Growth Program team. Um, it's a workshop to basically look into your business, and it's about transformation. How do you take your business from this level um, to a greater level where you're actually reaching out to the ends of the earth? Um, so that's going to be on the 20th or 27th. That's the date Dad and Pastor Shagan gave me, by the way. Um, and I'm hoping that we're still working with those dates. Um, and then depending on, obviously, on, on the workshop, on the day and the outcome, there would be an opportunity to engage with the Cranfield Business Growth Team on a one-to-one as well, um, depending on where you want to go and what you want to do. So please bear that date in mind. Um, if you have any questions, please talk to myself or talk to Pastor Shagan. God bless you. All right, let's um, have our Thanksgiving. I think, Pastor, you'll give the announcement at the end of Thanksgiving. We always do our Thanksgiving now. What a wonderful time. Can I say to you, if you have business, either the business is micro or macro or whatever, make sure you attend. A little information can take your business to explosion. Don't, don't think any business is a small business. This place, you are, this meeting they have called you to, Make sure you come, scan this, register your name and your business, and you will learn a lot. And the Lord bless us. Well, this is June, and we're going to do our general thanksgiving. Now, we have some special thanksgiving today. Uh, Mrs. Christian John will, be, will do 80th anniversary, her 80th anniversary today. Mama John, please stand up. Let's, let's put our hands together for you. You see how young she looks? And I saw her dancing to what the choir was saying. Ah, ah, ah. I said she should join the choir. <laughs> Amen. You are very welcome. We congratulate you, ma'am. And then we have uh, Dickiness Alice Han, our seventh year birthday. <laughs> yes. Look at how gorgeously she looks. And then we have Dickiness Adiatu Mafoy Savage, her 60th birthday. Wow. All these people that they are growing old, it's only figures we are hearing. They don't look it. The Bible says righteousness exalts the nation. Uh, it is the grace of our God. Then Dickin Christopher Adiapo by a sixth year to date this month too. Can you imagine? I'm happy that you even gave women of Red Destiny uh, the, the light of the world a gift because if all of them are women, I mean, thank God for you, Dickin. <laughs> then we have for 40th birthday anniversary, Dickiness Hannah. Odusomi, 40th. Amen. And then, why are you making so much noise? If it was me, you would make noise. Because it's part of you. Can you imagine them? And then we have Sister Lisa Bobio Thomas. Today is our 40th. This month is our 40th. That is the anchor of the Christ with Tabernacle Abuja. You know, 
Abuja, I always, I always follow your, your, your um, group. Even today, I've seen you communicate with one another. She's always sending to the remnants remaining of safety in Abuja whenever there is meeting. And they will join us. They are not online with us now. She, she plays a very, very significant role in making sure that those people are breathing together with our husband. And we thank God for you. Then we have a baby dedication. This is how we're going to do it. All the special thanksgiving will come forward and they will stand in the front. And their families will stand behind them. The ushers will arrange how you will stand. And their families will stand behind them. Then all of you who are born in June, wave your hands to me. You will all stand up too. And then you will take the place behind them. You can stand on the aisle here or stand on the aisle there. And you take your place behind them. And we're going to do this Thanksgiving together. You know, why should we do Thanksgiving? Because the Bible commands us to thank God. Jesus said that not ten lepers who were healed. But this only foreigner is the only one who came to say thank you. And to that foreigner, Jesus said you are made whole. You know, we must know that when God spares our lives in this house, it's customary for us to just appreciate God. And when we come to appreciate God for thanksgiving, we bring an offering to God. And if you come forward to stand with them too, you give an offering to God for the life of those people that you are standing with. It is a good thing to appreciate God and to give our offering to God for what God has done. I also happen to be celebrating, celebrating June because it is in the month of June that year, 35 years ago, that God gave me my first son. And Dr. Samuel, I can say that now. It's June 13th. And you know, my son-in-law too happened to be born June 17, June 19, 18, 18, June 18. You know, there are all Junes around me. During this period, she, it was phoning, Dr. Samuel was phoning everybody that are June in this church. She, he knows some of them, and he continued to phone them almost every day, somebody of June will be phoned. And that made me to, 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 to have the record of some of you who were born in June. June is a significant month. And so we're going to stand up together and they will sing for us while we come to the front with our offering and thanksgiving to the Lord. And I want to see dance on your feet. A real dance. Dance on your feet. Shall we rise up together please? What shall we
says teach us O Lord to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom Psalm 90 verse 12 Jeremiah 1 5 before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I set you apart I appointed you as prophets to nations Psalm 139 13. 
consecrated my innermost being and knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your, work, your works are wonderful. I know that for f- fully well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depth of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed bodies. All the days ordained for me were written in the book of life. Before one of them came to pass. We thank you, Father, for all these people. We give you the glory and honor and praise. We thank you for the family that their wedding is 30 years. We thank you for those who are 80. We thank you for those who are 70. We thank you for the 50th year. And we thank you for, uh, for the 40th year. We thank you for the 60. All these things are numbers before you, Lord. But to us, it's reflection of how we have spent our days to that very age. So that we may set our heart on the part of knowledge and Lord, and think about the rest of our days on earth. Enable all these people who are standing here to make the most of the rest of their days in the name of Jesus. As you have spent your past year in the Lord, you will never see any reason why you will depart from Jesus. For every bad day that you are doing, as I could have mentioned every day we have from one to you know, eight is in our midst. Father, I pray for them. May the dew of heaven fall upon you all. May God open the book of remembrance concerning you. When Caleb was 85, he led a battle to take his destiny. When Moses was 80, God appeared to him in the burning bush. Father, we discovered at 100, Abraham, you brought the fulfillment of the covenant promise with Abraham at the age of 100. So there is no age before you. We count numbers, but you are eternal God who have been from eternity to eternity. Every nutrient they need in their body, whatever age they are, Lord, 40 is the age of transition. Lord, 60 is the age to begin to look at your 70. Because the Bible talks about God giving us 70 years, and if, if by grace we reach 80, we understand what we, what we go through in our physical body. But then, Lord, we pray for these people. May your life never be wasted by the devil. The covenant of God with the righteous be fulfilled over you, over your descendants. May the Lord empower you in this age, whatever age you have come into. To be able to mount on by God's provision for that age that you are. You will miss nothing. The Lord will bless you and bless your household. The Lord will lead you in the path of his righteousness. And establish you firm on the rock. Lord is written, with long life will I satisfy them. I will show them my salvation. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint these people before you. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord my God, anoint your daughter in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Every word spoken to your life shall come to pass. The Lord will empower your hind limb to fly like gazelle. No powers under heaven will be able to stand against you. Every intention that God has given you in your heart shall be fulfilled. You will not be dissuaded by the deception of this world. You will be established in the bone marrows of Christ. You will flourish to your old age. You will know no fear. Grace be multiplied over you all. May you live your long age to see the fulfillment of God. Mercy be upon you. Everyone that was born in June, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord empower you. Your position in this household of faith shall not be shaken. As God is advancing us as a people, and we are unstoppable by hell, you will not fall out from this advancement. You will be relevant in the work of God, and you will be relevant to the nation that you are. May God strengthen your mortal body and bones and grant you grace for the days ahead of you. This is the holy offering, O God, that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down and consume this holy sacrifice. May your offering today become a memorial offering before the altar of God. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen and amen. Choir, sing for them. I sit down, Yaminidia. I sit down, Yaminidia.
child for dedication Zion Kujo Blair I cannot do that with uh, those who are doing their birthday because this baby is more special than all of us dedication you do it once you do birthdays every time the Bible says blessed are all who fear the Lord who walk in his ways you will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like fruitful vine within your house. And your children will be like holy shoot your sons around your table. Those is the man blessed who fears the Lord. May the blood bless the Kujo Blair family. Even from now and forevermore. And they brought the little children to him. And the disciples, they told those who brought them. And Jesus said, let the little children come to me, for theirs is the kingdom of God. For the eyes of their angel behold my, the eyes of my father. Lord, this child, the angel of this child is beholding the face of the father. And I know part of their prayer will be that this child will know the Lord. I speak unto you, Zion, as your name is, so your destiny shall be. Amen. Amen. A citadel for many people who are suffering. Amen. When you grow, as you grow in stature, you will choose the path of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The word of God will prosper in your hand. Amen. No power will be able to overcome you. Amen. The Lord provides for your parents everything you need to take you to destiny. Amen. For the sake of you, May the hand of God come upon your family. Every child come with their own blessing from the Father. The blessing that the Father has bestowed upon this family because of you shall be made manifest. May the Lord fill your prayer with wisdom and insight and understanding to reason the way of the Lord. May grace never depart from you. And when you get to the age of reasoning, you will choose the part of Jesus. We immune your body against infirmities that attack people as they grow older. You will be well and fine. In Jesus' anointed name. Amen, amen and amen. Zion, you're welcome. <laughs> Sing for me. Since I was born, and now I am old. I have never seen the Lord change. to the back. It's your Thanksgiving now. They will sing it for you as you are marching to the back. And then I want to see men. I have not heard of my memory the dance of the women last year. And they must not dance better than you. Don't let my men walk with no song. 
What a marvelous God. What a marvelous God. He has done marvelous things for me.
This is where I belong. Hallelujah. My colleagues in the Lord, I pray for you. Really, should I pray? Let me speak forth. You will drink from the cup that the Lord has given to me to drink. You will mount on the wing of eagle that the Lord has given to me to mount. Amen. None of you or your ancestors will know the door of poverty. Amen. As I have spoken to the Lord that you will be greater than I, so your children will be greater than you. Amen. The spirit of obedience to God, the spirit of zeal, towards God the power of accomplishment that comes from God that gave ease to me all my life in everything that I've achieved as a man 
I decree, receive in the name of Jesus. In ease, you will wake up. In ease, you will sleep. In ease, you will walk. In ease, you will accomplish. Failure shall never be in your record. Everything that God wrote about you, which is in your spirit, man, and has not come into your human mind, receive the spirit of insight from today to read the tablets of your heart. Receive the spirit of understanding today to understand your purpose for living. Every labor you have labored, every effort you have put into your life, I speak the blessings of God upon it. They will open doors for you in the highest places. There will be no limitation to your success. The ideas that God has given to you to profit, God will bring investors of heaven to invest in you. They will grant you wisdom to run the course with them. Anywhere you go, doors will open for you. Anywhere you go, favor will rest upon you. Father God, the vision that you have given to me to take over this nation, this continent, and then to the ends of the earth. Lord, I pray to these people, I say, you will be relevant in the vision. In the days of glorification, you will not be missing. Together, we will take the land for the Lord. Together, we will accomplish destiny. And doors of nations shall be open to you. I bring all your your business ideas together before the throne of grace. Lord, you reveal one day to my spiritual mother, an angel, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, a fleet of angels. They came in, and God sent them to bring the money that is allocated to my calling. And at the end of it, the angel, archangel asked my spiritual mother, how long will it take your son to spend it? And she said, a nation cannot spend this. So upon these people, I release this function. I say to you, prosper. Anything you venture will lead to prosperity. In anything you do, you will prosper. You will be an example of good citizen in this nation and in the nation that you are born. You will change the perspective of the world about Christianity in the mighty name of Jesus. The younger ones will be filled with the spirit of genius. You will excel in distinction in everything you endeavor. Those of you who are supposed to be inventors, receive unction from today. In whatever field that you are, in whatever area you are doing researches, angels of God will give you revelation. Those of you who are in position that you have challenges in your office, in the sense of that you have to be the driver on on the steering wheel to drive your companies. I pray for ingenious knowledge to rest upon you. You will be the solution giver in every organization that you belong to. May God of heaven engrace you in every way. May he prosper you in all things. Spiritually, may you excel to power. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Now, who is holding your offering? I want to believe that everyone here had put money into that. Can you give us your, your money, your, your bank account? Put it on the board, please. 
anyone who has not given money into this, when you go to your seat, you take your iPad and transfer. Don't show me on the, on the television. You don't need to, to show me anymore. I have been shown enough. You will put money into that. Do you understand me? Yeah? So, in your reference, you put there L-O-T, Thanksgiving, Light of the World. L-O-T-W, Light of the World, yes. L-O-T-W, Thanksgiving. Do you know why? I have spoken over your life. I am also going to do what I tell you to do because if I don't, I will not be part of the blessing. I've spoken over your life and you must make sure that your offering is part of this offering. This offering will build baptistry here. Do you understand me? And it will become a memorial to you all. I want to encourage all of you too. You know, I prayed some coded word over you. Apostle William does not know failure. You will not know failure. Let me tell you. Apostle William does not know defeat. You will not know defeat. Let me tell you. Godliness will be your robe. I want you to follow me as I follow Christ. You should serve God more than I serve God. Because you are my offspring. Whatever age you are. Serve God as I serve God. And I want to say this to you. Our first crusade, joint crusade together in England is in Leeds. This year it will begin. Leeds for Jesus. On the 13th of October to the Saturday 15th of October. Book it. Come in your company. I will assign some of you to go and hold meetings with the leaders of Leeds from next month. And you bring report to me. Everything involved, the, the, the work God sent me on earth has just begun. The Lord told you, and I'm repeating it. I will give you, when, anywhere I go to do crusade, I will send a representative from you. Who will go ahead of me? Like the one we are doing in Africa. Those of you American doctors now, whether you like it or not, you will take holiday when I give you assignment. We want to do crusade in Africa with you know, medical facility before me so that we can help the medical people. And we can help people medically. Those of you in business want to go to Africa and we can give them things. You know, in my crusade, we don't take offering. We don't take offering. When I do crusade in Africa, we don't take offering. It's different from a seminar. And so, if we do open air crusade in, uh, in uh, Leeds, the open air will not take offering. The empowerment meeting, which is for believers only, will take offering. But when it comes to the public, we want to feed them like Jesus fed them. We want to heal them. We want to help them. We want to use all our brains in economy and stuff to help these people so that people can receive and be empowered by us. I want to bring them to the kingdom of God. And if any one of you standing here is not born again, I will give you a point to do that in a minute. You must accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because we have a brighter tomorrow in this country. We are the one that will change the stereoscopic view of people about our race in the nation of England and in Europe. You will sit in place of power and authority in this country. The journey has begun. So, may the Lord strengthen and bless you. I will pray over your offering now. The mommy want to say something. Praise the Lord. Congratulations to all our men, all our giants. 
our bagons. We want to say thank you for all the support you have given to us all these days of our lives. So the women of Royal Destiny, I'm presenting on their behalf 2,500 pounds. So thank you. I'm very sure that if women of Royal Destiny gave us 2,500 pounds, I would not accept anything less than 10,000 from all of you. If your offering is not up to that, I will tax some of you that I know that your pockets are loaded. I will get that. The women of Royal Destiny bought this for the church, this cotton. It costed us 22,000 or so. And they raised the money and gave it. So whatever amount the baptism will cost, we will give it. And we will take you, women of Royal Destiny, you know, to task. And when women of Royal Destiny are doing their convention in October, we shall retaliate. Amen. Let me pray by your offering. Lord, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen, amen and amen. Sing for them. That song you were singing, Hosanna. Hey, Hosanna. Hosanna. together for the ladies in the choir to go and sit down and hand over the microphone to the men. I was told that all of you men really should come to the, put, to the altar here. I don't think all of you can, but those of you who are in the choir, yes? Those of you who are in the choir, just come. And if you are a singer, just come. If you receive the notes, they send these notes to anybody and your practice come up. Can I say something? I saw just, the, I want to listen to me. Men, if you are a man, you must not put earring on your ear, on your, on your ear, or plait your hair. It's from the devil. Because I saw one or two in the congregation who did that. Don't do that. It is from the devil. In my tribe in Nigeria, there is a god that is called Shongu. Stop making noise. Are you making noise? There is a god called Shongu. 
And the God of Shango is the one that assigned his men and boys to plant hair. And those of us who come from that tribe, you agree with me. So if any man plants his hair, the spirit will follow you. It does not matter what you believe. It has nothing to do with your belief. And that spirit is a spirit that devastates people and destroys lives of people. So make sure you don't do that anymore. And or putting earrings on the air of a man or a boy. Now let's have this man. I don't know why they are, they are grumbling. Maybe, maybe they are discussing how they will give me 100,000 pounds. Because you can't just be grumbling like that on my altar without coming up with something that is cashable. Look, enjoy them. Don't worry. I'm sure when these guys explode, you will enjoy it. Let's enjoy them. We'll be patient with them. They are men. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, the uh, acetate team, could you help us and put the words on the screen, please? How are we all doing? Are we okay? We're excited. This is the the last home straight in regards to the to the light of the world uh, convention. This has been an awesome week. I think we can all agree, in my opinion at least, this has been the best light of the world convention we've had in a very very long time. I've been overly overly impressed. Each day has brought a new blessing and a new learning. Um, as customary, as part of the light of the world, we would like to render an anthem, uh, not to entertain. Our aim is not to entertain. Our aim is to bless the name of the living God for how faithful he has been throughout the course of the year and give him glory for all the goodness he has bestowed upon us. Uh, the song we're going to sing is, He Raised Me Up. Uh, it's a song that speaks of the goodness and the faithfulness of God even in your darkest times and loneliest times God stands with you he remains with you and even when maybe it feels like you can't see him or feel him he's always there so we're going to minister unto unto our God and we pray that you will be blessed in Jesus name Amen
on, we have the first verse again. If you can't do the second verse. Apology. That was a warm-up. Now, it's the real thing. Hallelujah.
Can I see two? Is it, am I seeing? Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much for being a part of the celebration today. We trust you have been blessed. The ushers would have given you a welcome pack. Please, there is a form in there. We'd invite you to please complete that form and leave it with us or leave it with the ushers before you leave the auditorium today. And the Lord bless you richly. I will not attempt to go over the announcements that have been made because, of course, no one's going to thank me for it. But a couple of things I'll just remind us. Home group today, 7 p.m. Please reflect on the book of 1 Corinthians chapters 1 to 6. Reflect on what you've studied in the course of this week on the book of 1 Corinthians chapters 1 to 6. And if you're looking at me kind of strange, when did we study book, book of Corinthians? Please send your number to the church office so that they can send you a text message of our reading plan. Because we've been, we're going places. Praise the Lord. So this week we've looked at both 1 Corinthians and the book of 
Okay, I was waiting for someone to tell me Exodus. But it, it is indeed the book of Genesis in the course of this week. And actually, by today, we would have, you should have studied up to the, of 1 Corinthians chapter 8. But we're reflecting on 1 to 6 in your home groups. And the Lord will bless you richly. Um, daily prayers, 11 p.m. each day. And tonight, 11 p.m., we'll be back online. Praise the Lord. For those who have been going to bed earlier, um, back on track. I'm sure you've not been able to sleep. If, if you are home and it was 11 p.m. And I'm sure there was something drawing you to log on. And then you say, in those sort of instances, just pray. Even when we don't have it. If it's already ingrained in you, don't just say, oh, okay, I'm taking a day off. Pray at that time link up to it because it's become a part it's become a habit and it's a very good habit to have developed over the number of days about 820 what now 820 uh, okay because apostle has not been throwing it up each day do a bit of calculation praise the lord on wednesday will be 7 p.m um, with momioma we're back into the book of psalms and we'll be looking at psalm 45 yes 46. We're reflecting on Psalm 45. And then we're looking into Psalm 46. All right. We had one week break. So that means twice the number of people will reflect. Because if it was just one week, we we normally have maybe about 10 people. So for Wednesday, I'm sure 20 people will reflect. Praise the Lord. Because we now have twice the amount of time. And don't worry. If you just put your name forward... Don't say, oh, but it's always only about 10 people. Put your name forward and you, you will be called if you put it on time. Praise the Lord. Um, I'd like to, a couple of notes. Earlier on, we had that, um, that, that clip about the baptism. Please note that it is for registration. If you had already registered, you will receive a link. You'll receive something from the church office to confirm, for you to confirm your attendance and confirm a date. So the link that we saw earlier on is to register in the first place. So if you've already registered, don't register again. Is that okay? Am I a bit clear about that? You know, when, we, when Apostle announced that confirm, the confirmation, you'll get a confirmation note. So if you would like to attend, for, register for the first time, please ensure that you register. We're, there's still spaces for registration, but please note that if you miss this year's round, you'll need to wait until next year. And don't take it for granted. Apostles already announced that we've got two dates coming up. If we don't have enough to cover two dates and we think we can squeeze everyone into one day, we'll just have one date. So don't just start thinking, okay, I'll, I can skip the first one, then I'll do the second one. The second one might just be next year. Praise the Lord. Is that okay? So we, the first one, that might be the only one, is on the 16th of July. So we want to maximize that date. However, if we have more takers than the number that we will have, then we would move some people to the next date available. It is not a matter of choice from the angle of saying, I can then skip July and wait for a future one. Please don't do that because it might just cause a bit of disruption. Praise the Lord. Am I, is the announcement clear? So the date you are assigned to is the only date you will have this year. Praise the Lord. 
PVM retreat, if you've not covered off all the last um, tranche of the payments, please ensure that you do so. Um, the payments balances were due at the end of May. It's now end of June. Dare I say any more? Praise the Lord. Finally, earlier on, um, Deacon Temi announced about the business community, and a few people have already gone online, and they've started to inquire the directory. He said it was on Excel, and people have started to download the Excel file. It wasn't meant to be downloaded. You were meant to complete it. So just in case you go back online, Temporarily, it's been taken down. It will be reconstituted. So you're not to download. You're to complete information, fill in information in on it, rather than trying to download. Is that okay? But we'll reconfigure it to make sure that that's the, the system would prompt you and ensure that you can only complete rather than download stuff. And you'll be glad to know that I've exhausted all announcements, even though I've been trying to conjure some up. <laughs> but I simply could not conjure it because you're not as warm as the New Cross people. Everyone in New Cross, they'll just egg me on, kind of like, and then promptly tell me when to stop. Oh, praise the Lord. Let's welcome Apostle. Amen. I'm sure that the inference of what Pastor said does not exclude but include the fact that maybe new cross people are not on seat are new cross people on seat then you have committed a thought for not encouraging pastor tire not us in cathedral isn't it we are free because we expected new cross to do it I think I can speak on behalf of Cathedral. <laughs> well, such nice a, a meeting we've done. The Lord will continue to strengthen and bless us. Let's stand up together in a few, please. I would like to thank every one of you for the resounding, um, uh, what will I call it now, appreciation that you gave me last Sunday. May the Lord continue to appreciate every one of you. And your position in the kingdom of God will not be found wanting. Amen. Shall we stretch our hands before the Lord as I read to you these blessings of the Lord? May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept all your burnt offerings. May God give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious. And we will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he keep his covenant with you and fulfill all desires of your heart. May the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you in this week. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. I think we should not forget that Monday, uh, sorry, Friday is the overcomers. Uh, sorry, um, victory night. Victory night. And we'll be gathering here Friday, Saturday night. And that is 8 p.m. We start victory night. 
So 8 p.m. on first, we'll gather here. Second and third, we'll do in our different churches. Also, I will say to you, from uh, that July 1st, our prayer program will be 9. We are moving in from 11 to 9. And we will keep... The reason is, is not to clap about, but those who clap, we thank God for their clapping. The reason is because I will start night vigil. And I will give you intermittent night vigil. And we can, when that calls for, we will add that to it. But nine will be because of uh, nations that they are always in their midnight, about 3 a.m. when we are praying. And uh, those in Europe are always one hour ahead of us. So they are, they are, when we are starting at 11, they are 12 and then to 1. And that will allow them, not for, the consideration is not for London people. It's for those people. Because a great number of them join us so that they will be able to we'll finish their program before 12 midnight. And we will keep that standard. Also, many churches who want to join us, some of them who have vigils have spoken to me that they have not been able to join. Those are, you know, friend churches. So 9 o'clock, I think, will be okay. And also, a lot of our young uh, children who have always been in our prayer, they go to bed early. So, but 9 o'clock is not too stretch for them. And they will be able to join us in those prayers. But from this Wednesday, which we meet here, we are going to start meeting at 8 for Victory Night and 9 instead of 11 p.m. prayer. All right. I was told that the youth of Red Destiny have a big sales out there because they are raising funds towards their convention. So when you are going, just visit them. If you don't buy anything, just give them an offering towards their convention. The Lord will bless you for it. Shall we now lift up our right hand to heaven as we share together Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Shall we now may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever Amen. Say the grace to someone beside you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you now. Surely, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house.
presence of God go with you this week Amen. and give you rest. Please, let's be seated. The ushers will lead us out row by row. Two, come on, one, two, one, two, two, come on, one, two, one, 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 two, come on, one, two,